Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The Yankees are getting players back, and this first-place team keeps the winning going. After losing Didi Gregorius' Tommy John surgery, it looks like we could see Sir Didi back in the Bronx very soon. It's fun being a Yankee fan right now. All this and more on today's episode, Pinstripe Talk. All right, welcome back to another episode of Pinstripe Talk. I'm your host, Eamon, joined by my co-host here, Anthony. And uh, how have you been enjoying the week of uh, Yankees baseball. I've been enjoying I've been enjoying Yankee baseball quite fondly this past week. Uh, that Royal Series win, uh, Padres. We played two games so far. One, one, lost one, and uh, it's seven nothing Yankees in the eighth inning. So hopefully we can take this game and win and get another series. So uh, I've uh, I've greatly enjoyed my week of Yankee baseball. And uh, how about yourself? Yeah, I have uh, been watching more of the Padres than the Royals, but I have been keeping up with the uh, last few um series so it should be fun we uh we had i think i think we we're the padres won it looks like we're we're doing pretty well and this royals one looks like we did all right so um yeah i think i enjoyed it as well well it's been definitely a fun time to be a yankee fan um and um i will we'll start breaking down uh that royal series so we uh we won two out of three games from the royals uh, obviously, the game, the uh, last game we lost on a bit of a heartbreaking fashion on a walk-off. But uh, overall, it was it was a good series. Give me a breakdown of uh, what you saw in that series with the Royals. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think the first game got rained out, so they played doubleheader the next day. Uh, AJ Happ pitched, which, as we said, as I've been saying, he, he he's looking like an uh you know he's unstable has his good games, has his bad games, but he actually had a pretty good game with 10, I think he had 10 strikeouts through six innings, didn't, you know, didn't give up much. Um, I think the Yankees won seven to three that game. Uh, but the, obviously they have, I've, I saw his ERA just for that game, uh, not overall uh, through his pitching. And he didn't have like a five ERA just in that one game. So it looks like it could have been – it was a bad game, but he did have 10 strikeouts, and he, he was pretty solid um, for the Yankees as their offense, which is, you know, great. Um, as Voight, I think, had another great uh, series. I think with him doing that, I think it kind of shows us that he is the first baseman for the Yankees. I don't think they have to look for anybody else. Um, I think that's kind of locked in now. Uh, but yeah, that was a great game, great pitching. Uh, I think it was it went very well. Um, for the second game, they did try something else. I with CC down, they only have around four pitchers, so they brought Chad Green in, um, and he got the win. But 
I think what they're doing with this Chad Green start is they're only pitching him an inning, which is interesting uh, because he did pitch the first game for the Padres against the Padres, and he struck out the side, which was pretty good. But I was hoping that he could have maybe got at least three innings. I know he's a relief pitcher. He's not a starting pitcher, but three innings is pretty solid if you if you know if your first inning solid. So I think it could go longer with with Chad Green, but with his recent struggles throughout the year, I'm guessing one inning is enough. Um, they did have uh, Chance Adams that did pitch. He he did all right, and then they had. Um, They've been having Canely also in that uh, green start uh, pitch as well with Chapman and all of them to follow. So that was a great – I think that was a great great game. It was close, kind of where Chance Adams was pitching. I mean, we thought this guy was going to be a, kind of a stud, but he kind of is falling off the hill, I feel like, for the Yankees. I was really excited. I thought he was going to be one of, like, the new generation – pitchers for the Yankees, and he's kind of stuck in AAA. He comes up here sometimes, and he just he just doesn't do well. So I don't know what the Yankees could do with Chance Adams, but uh, he did kind of struggle in that start with Green. So we'll see what happens with him. But, yeah, I think, you know, the first two games went very well, and then we did take a, a pretty bad loss to – uh, the Royals for the third game with the walk-offs obviously being the big the big thing. But I don't think it was too bad, uh, even though, you know, Herman was one of our best pitchers all season. It has to be, hands down. Uh, he didn't do terrible, uh, but it just wasn't what we see from him. Uh, it's It wasn't his greatest start um, as – they only used two other pitchers after him. So even though they lost by one run, it wasn't really – it wasn't – the offense was on for both teams, but I guess it was just the pitching for both teams was an, uh, was an issue. And for for Herman uh, to pitch bad, it's not too bad. I'm not worried about him, but because of how much success he's had. I mean, I think he was 9-1, and one, coming 9-2 and two right now, but – He's, he's looking solid, and I'm loving that. I really hope the Yankees keep him in the rotation, even if they get everyone back. Because um, he's, he's a guy right now that they need. Even if they put him in the bullpen, I'll be fine. Um, but, yeah, he's a guy that they need. So I think that was a pretty good series, um, as we did win the doubleheader game. And uh, it's bad. You know, we don't, we don't want to see our team, you know, a team get walked off on, but it happens. So, um, yeah. I think uh, that's that. Well, it was a good series, obviously. Uh, sweeping a doubleheader is very difficult. Uh, having Jay Happ uh, come out and pitch the first game of the series. And you're right, Jay Happ has been kind of uh, up and down all season. Um, six innings, three runs, doesn't look like a great line, although he did check out 10. But if you look at it again, Jay Happ, yes, six innings, four hits, three runs. Those three runs came on one home run from Whit Merrifield. But Merrifield is the Royals' best player. Hands down, bar none, it's no argument. So giving up a home run to Whit Merrifield really isn't the most egregious thing in the world. Um, he ended up winning the game. He got the win. And um, he pitched six innings. Uh, he went one. Sessa went two. And a, uh, and a lovely win by the score of seven to three is the final score of that. He had a home run from Voight. Again, he had a, a, a 
very long home run in his home state. Um, double for Clint. Gardner tripled. Um, a good overall game. And Gardner stole his sixth, base, his, sixth, his sixth base of the season, which I'm always happy to see. Um, so, again, the, the line for half looks eh, but the results were far better than the the line that says six innings, three runs. Uh, ten strikeouts is great, and I'm very happy Jay Happ seemed to settle in in that game. Second game, bullpen game. Green, one inning, one run. It's not great. It's an inning a run, uh, but you'll live with it. Chad Green, four, uh, I'm sorry, Chance Adams, four innings, three earned runs. Three runs. Got the win, didn't pitch great. But, hey, you got the win. That's what matters. You won the game. And Chatney gave up one of the ninth, but doesn't matter. They, they both had bullpen games. The Yankees and the Royals. Jorge Lopez started for the Royals. He went one inning. He went five runs. Um, Chad Green for us. So, two bullpen games, and uh, when you have a bullpen with the Yankees, you can do that. Royals bullpen, I mean, if I ask the average baseball fan, or maybe even the average Royals fan, who's in that Royals bullpen? They probably, they probably wouldn't know. Because there's no, there's no names in there. There's nobody who really goes out and proves themselves, aside from maybe Ian Kennedy, who's had a surprisingly good season. Um, but the Yankees have guys like Chad Green and Kainley, Britton, Chapman. And Batantis is on the shelf, but still, you have guys like him who people know and they know they're great players. And they scraped across some runs, and they ended up winning a close one, 6-5. Uh, got two hits from Maven with three RBIs, three hits from Romine, uh, playing, playing a great backup, uh, backup catcher that day. Um, and a hit from LeMahieu, a hit from Gardner, Morales, Frazier, Urshela. Urshela just keeps hitting. So that was uh, a very well-played ball game uh, on that end. Now, the final game of the series was the hard luck loss that we all know about. Domingo Herman, I mean, he was 9-1 and before this guy was still 9-1 because um, Holder had the loss. But, I mean, he's – He's bound to have a bad start. The man's not Cy Young. So the fact that he went five innings and gave up seven runs uh, is, let's call a spade a spade, that is not a good start. Uh, a mediocre start. His ERA is now 3-4-5, a 3-4-3 for the year, which it was, not, it was under two for a while. So that's a, a, bit, of a, uh, <laughs> a bit of a step in the wrong direction. Um, so... We'll forgive him, but the Yankees' offense really proved something in the fact that it does not matter how, how far they're down. It does not matter what leaves. It is not insurmountable because they came back and tied the game. It was 7-1, Royals at one point, and they ended up tying the game um, at 7-7. Royals ended up winning the game um, in the 10th in the, in the, uh, inning on a uh, wicked hop to their third baseman, uh, Gio Rochella. Bad half of the infielder. Shella couldn't handle it. It's not his fault. It was a very hard luck loss. But look at it this way. The Yankees have won 12 out of 15 games. The three games that they have lost have been by one run. That proves that this team is gritty. They will score runs, and they will never say die. This team has proved to me that proved to me and the rest of the Yankee Nation time and time again that this team is a force to reckon with regardless of what players are on the field. And in closing, uh, just uh, a little dodge out here for a second. For a second. Um, I just want to say um, rest in peace to a, to a great ball player and a man, who, um, a man who shouldn't be recognized for one ill-fated error. That is, uh, of course, Red so- former Red Sox, Dodgers, and Cubs first baseman, uh, Bill Buckner. 
Bill Buckner passed away this uh, this past week um, due to dementia. And uh, man had t- over 2,700 hits, um, played on some very, very good Cubs and Dodgers and Red Sox teams, won a batting title, was an all-star, um, had a career batting average of 289 in the big leagues for played 22 seasons. And um, it's sad that most people will know Bill Buckner for the ball went through his legs, but um, I'm here to say that on behalf of the Baseball Podcast Network, Pinstripe Talk, and me and my co-host, uh, we wish Bill Buckner and his family the best, and we will remember Bill Buckner for the great ball player that he was. So, um, rest in peace, Bill. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, for sure, for sure. I uh, I totally agree, and I uh, hope him and his uh, family are uh, are uh, doing it, you know, well with the loss. Agree. Um, but um, aside from that, that, that little somber note there, um, the, the Royal Series was a positive one. Um, and another series win. And uh, I, I can't say enough about these bullpen games because, I mean, when you have a bullpen like the Yankees, like the Rays did, the Rays did it best. The Rays do it great because they have a great bullpen. They are perfect at bullpen games because they have guys who can come in for two innings, three innings here, inning here. And when the Yankees have, when the Yankees have a bullpen like that, which they do, you can do that. And I think that um, even though I'm not a huge fan of the opener, it does work. What, what's your opinion on that? Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting uh, for the Yankees to, with them down a starter, I think it's, it's not typical for the Yankees to, to use bullpen. I, even though they have an elite bullpen, it's not really for like they don't do that, um, and I think they did it very well uh, with their with them down a pitcher. I think they did it very well. Um, they did see the tactic in the playoffs from the A's um, as they tried to use more bullpen than actually starter starters. Uh, it didn't really work so well for them, but for the Yankees right now, I think you know Chad Green's pitching a good first inning. I think he sets the tone and then the bullpen follows, even though some of the bullpen has struggled. Some players, some people that, you know, have pitched have struggled, but I think overall, I think the bullpen is holding up. And I think that's something that is looking good for the Yankees. Um, as we did have some struggles with that part of the team uh, earlier in the season. So it, it's looking good for the Yankees going forward. Um, they're looking like a, they're they're looking like a championship team without even their whole team there, uh, which is kind of crazy. So, I uh, I think that's that's just great great to see. It certainly is, and um, I can't say enough good things about this team. They just don't quit. Uh, I mean, the best teams in baseball play like champions regardless of who's on the field, and they are certainly playing like champions now. But with that, we'll have to finish up this segment, and we will get back in a moment with the Yankees and their injuries. Hey guys, this is Benson from Bucko Booth, also producer here on this show. Just want to make sure you tune in this Saturday, very special edition of Bucko Booth that we have lined up for you. We've got Montana Durapo coming on to the show for an exclusive interview uh, with the Bucko Booth crew. So you want to tune in to hear that. He'll be talking about the opener and his uh his success in the major leagues so far. We're going to be talking now about some minor league stuff. Uh, Altoon and Bradenton are off to strong starts. We're going to discuss that. Uh, as well as Nick Kingham. Uh, Pirates need to cut ties with him. Uh, the hashtag DFA Kingham is in full swing. 
and we tell you why. As well as the uh, the blowouts in the Rockies series, followed by the uh, the blowout win in the final game. How can the Pirates ride the ship heading into this weekend in the big series against the Los Angeles Dodgers? All this and more. Bucket with Saturday, noon Eastern. See you there. Remember, Montana Rapow is joining us. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. We'll be getting into right, the Yankees' so injuries. Um, yeah. Eamon, this team is full of injuries. This team is playing like champions. The dichotomy is crazy, but let, let, let me hear what you think about these players who have been hurt, who have come back, guys like Paxton and Sabathia. Let me, let me hear your thoughts on, uh, on some, of these, uh, some of these returning players. Yeah, um, I was actually – it was kind of a surprise to me that Paxton – because I was wondering when Paxton was going to come back. They said late May. And I was looking, and it's like every week it's getting later and later, and I'm wondering, you know, I haven't really seen an update when he's going to come back. And then all of a sudden today he came back, and I think he had uh, seven strikeouts through four innings or something like that. Pitched, pitched really well against the Padres today or so far. I don't think, I don't think he's in the game anymore, but – uh, I think the game's still going on, but he did pitch really – he pitched pretty good. And I'm actually happy to see that off of an injury, that, that's looking good. Because uh, usually when people get off injury, it's nothing crazy. That's their first or second start. They're not going to do anything crazy, but um, for him to do that, I think it was, it was really a really good sign that he's, you know, back to himself. Then we had CC get back on the IL, which was – it's kind of, I mean, he's old. We get it. Um, he is getting, he's not, he's kind of in the full-time starter position because of injuries because Severino's out and we need more people to pitch. But, you know, seeing him injured, it was, it was kind of, I don't know. I kind of, I miss him. I, I miss him on the bump. We need him in the lineup. And for him to go down with knee inflammation, it's just, it's just sad to see. Um, with all these injuries, obviously, um, judge, I don't know if I got an up. I don't know if I've seen an update on him. He, you know, I think he swung once. Yeah. I think I heard, oh yeah, I heard him. Uh, he said he was going to continue to, uh, to start swinging, uh, which I think is good progress because what I've heard is that this injury, it doesn't go away. I mean, this pain that you have for this injury is going to continue, it's just it's just gonna happen. Uh, I think there was a former guy on the Yankees. I don't remember his name off the top of my head right now, but he had the same injury. You just have to play through it. I heard. Uh, you just have to play through it. It's gonna hurt, but you're gonna have to play through it. But what the Yankees are doing right now is I think they're trying to keep cautious, and they could honestly put him out there and he could play through the pain, do all that. But is this going? To, I was thinking about this. Is this gonna affect him in the playoffs? When we make it to the playoffs, if he if he did come back after a few weeks, you know, started hitting the you know, started swinging the bat, hitting the ball, and all of a sudden, you know, it gets to the playoff playoff time, and he's had this you know, been swinging the bat with all this pain for months, and he's not producing. I I wouldn't like to see that from from him. So I don't know. His injury is very very serious. I don't want him to get injured even more. So I hope you know, something, you know, good comes out of it um, when, you know, with this rehab and everything, but we'll have to see. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton was another guy that I'm I'm still waiting on what's happening with him because 
I don't even think the Yankees know what's going on, uh, really, because there really hasn't been any updates. He was going to come back in the West Coast series, which was, I think, last month. He didn't come back. Um, I think they're starting to maybe do something with him. I don't know what's going on with him. So it's just a lot of these injuries, they're injuries, but a lot of them we don't – there's not a lot of updates because, you know, they don't – I don't think the – I think the Yankees want to rest them, see what's going on, and then, you know, do rehab because I don't think they want to do another Andujar where he, he's already back and then he has to get, you know, get surgery or do something. So I think the Yankees right now are just kind of waiting on a few guys. Um, but right now it's a pretty good sign, and I did hear that he might, you know – play actually for the Yankees is Didi Gregorius. I mean, we do have a whole segment uh, on him next, but apparently if he does come back, he, I mean, he is in some rehab games right now. He's going to be one of the DHs for the Yankees. So that could be exciting. Get him at least, a, you know, have at least him uh, in the lineup is going to be really good. Uh, but yeah, I think right now all the injuries are pretty much just resting and seeing what's happening. Um, and yeah, I think we just have to wait to see what the updates are. Uh, obviously, with all these other other injuries like the Paxton one and Clint Frazier when they were injured, you know, we just have to wait. So uh, hopefully, uh, we get more news soon. Uh, but some, you know, some players are more farther ahead, like Severino and Batanzas. They're a few months ahead, so uh, we have to see more updates on them because you know he's in June and. Severino's in July, so you know it's a it's a long way to go. So we don't have probably any updates on them yet. Um, but yeah, it's going to be exciting to see those updates and see when they're going to come back. And hopefully, uh, when they do come back, they play well because um, we're we're going to need them on the team. We certainly will. And um, some injuries, some injured players will coming back soon. Obviously, Paxton's back today, and uh, I'll do my best John Sterling impression for all of you out there. Uh, the Yankees win. The 7-0 win as the Yankees take the series to the Padres. 7-0. So, uh, another series win for the Yankees. Uh, another good game for the Bronx Bombers, the, the injured Bronx Bombers. Uh, speaking of injuries, Sabathia is going to be back uh, before Sunday's game against the Red Sox. So, Stacey's coming back. Uh, Paxton's back today. Picks a great uh, pitch four innings. Uh, looks great. Give up no hits in, give up no hits in four innings. It's a great ball game. Um, so, yeah, Paxton's back. Sabathia's coming back. Severino was throwing in the outfield today, uh, flat ground. He's mostly going to be back. Uh, expect this to be like spring training for Severino. So spring training is about six weeks. But this is day one. Expect him to be back in six weeks. So hopefully that's uh, when Sevy will be back, and we'll, be, we'll have Sevy in the rotation um, when that comes. Patantis is throwing off uh, flat ground again. They said he'll be out until probably the middle of June. So we could see Dellen back um, in about two, three weeks, which, I, which I'm A-OK with. Um, I'll, I'll hint at Didi because we're getting into him in the next segment, but Didi's playing in, in some games right now, so we'll get to that uh, about, I don't know, 10 minutes. Um, Stanton. Stanton, Stanton, Stanton. Giancarlo has had three separate injuries. He had his bicep, he had his shoulder, and now he has his calf. So, well, I guess Giancarlo Stanton's getting all of his injuries out for the rest of his career. Uh, this season because he's injured three separate things in a span of about a month and a half. It's, it's crazy to see that he went on a rehab assignment, he homered in a rehab assignment and then was hitting the cast um, back on the aisle. So I heard they're going to shut him down for 10 days from that point. 
Um, that was 22nd. It is, uh, what's today's date? It's the 29th. So a few more days, have them shut down. Um, and then we'll probably reevaluate it from there. Hopefully this time he goes, like everything goes right, goes back on a rehab assignment, and he comes back and plays well. And Because we need Giancarlo. He's a huge bat. I'm, now, I'm not saying that to be obvious. I'm saying that because I mean, this team is playing Cameron Maben in the outfield. It's not, it's not the team you want to see. Now, that being said, I like Cameron Maben. He's played very well. Cameron has become one of my favorite players to watch because he, he does things Yankees don't do. He's, he makes contact. He, he, he puts the ball in play. He, he runs. He plays great defense. So I like watching him. But he's not the guy you're running after every day. Giancarlo, I miss you. Please stay healthy. Um, and obviously, the Yankees captain, the heart and soul of this team, Aaron Judge. It's an oblique issue. He'll be out of commission, not playing in games until probably the middle of the end of June at the earliest. An oblique issue, and you mentioned before how former Yankees said uh, you kind of just kind of deal with it. Yeah, uh, Carlos Beltran, who works for the Yankees, who had a long story career and is going to go to the Hall of Fame. He told he told people pretty much that you got to kind of just deal with it. it it'll you'll, you'll be healthy enough to come back, and you'll be playing ball games, but. This will not completely heal itself until you have an offseason to, to kind of rest it. An oblique is a muscle on your side. And for a man of judge's size, and really anybody, it could be me or you, when you swing a baseball bat, what's turning is your side. Obviously, you twist, you turn, it, and it's going to be there every swing, every play, and you'll feel it. You'll feel it on every single play. And that's just, that's just, that's just the reality of it. He's a big, strong guy, and he'll play through it once he's healthy enough to play through it. But and by, what I mean play through it, I don't mean that he's going to be in seething pain or he's limping down the first base. No, he'll, he'll feel a twinge in his side, but it's the same thing you feel when you, you have a, I don't know, a, 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 I, don't, I never hurt myself really, so I really don't know, I really don't know what I compare it to. But it's, it's, it's a lingering thing. It's a, it's a little lingering thing that will be there whenever he swings a bat. But it's not the most egregious thing in the world, especially if you rest it for a while. But you have to rest it for a while because if you don't heal it, it will be there all the time, and that will be in seething pain. And you don't want that, especially for a guy who's one of the best players in baseball. So Judge will be out for probably maybe another month. Uh, hopefully a little – hopefully he'll be back a little sooner, but that's pressing things. Um, but – Despite all these injuries, we played so well. The Padres are a good team. We just won their series. We we won two series against the Rays. What was it against the Red Sox? The only team that's really beaten us down is the Astros. And I'm not I'm not counting that D-back series. It's two games. It's short. They really don't. People say, oh, the Yankees are swept by the Diamondbacks. Yeah, two games. Relax. So the Yankees winning despite these injuries. I mean, I can I'm looking at a list right now of all the injured players and. I'm not sure I can say all these players' names in one breath. I mean, obviously we didn't even mention Andrew Hart. We know he's out for the year. Or Bird, who is ne- might never see the field again. Toby Ellsbury, who no one, who nobody wants to see the field again. Uh, ben Heller, Lewisaga, Tulowitzki, Montgomery, who could be back in August. I like, I like Monty's back. I like Monty's arm. So you could, I, I would like seeing Monty back. But it's ridiculous to see these injuries. But what's more ridiculous is we're still winning despite them. But uh, hopefully we'll have some reinforcements back very soon. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. 
it's um these all these injuries piling up is it's crazy to look at um but the more crazy thing is is a lot of these signings like t- the Tulowitzki signing um a few others that are injured right now are they're injured but we have guys that are you know playing in their position and are playing well i mean it's crazy to think that we got we signed reinforcements that got injured but now we have more that are you know are doing their job and it's it's just nice to see because that honestly is a championship team if you got guy multiple guys that can step up you know in that situation in a in a position and you know still and still you know produce like the guy never got injured i think you know that has to be something that the Yankees have to look at and be like this is really really good because I think we brought in Troy Tulowitzki because of Didi's injury. We needed a shortstop. We got him. I mean, it was a little bit of a confusing signing for um, for a lot of Yankee fans. Like I was, I was like, okay, that's actually. I didn't think it was that bad of a signing, but some people didn't understand why we we got him because they wanted, you know, Machado or Harper. Um, but I think that was a small signing. I think it was really good. And I think you know, looking at him in spring training, I think he was doing very well. I think he came into the season. We knew he had he had you know an injury that he had in the past. He just got off of, and he just got injured again. Um, and you know, Glaber's taking that spot. We signed Lemayhew. That's you know doing very well to you know you know fill that hole. We have Gio Urshela, which I don't think anybody thought we would see him up here or even know who he was. And I just think, you know, the team is doing just very well, even though these injuries are, you know, kind of looking like a team that should be falling apart. Um, but it just, it's just it's so good to see that all, even though we have a, a ton of injuries, we have a team that's still doing extremely well with the guys that we have up there. And I think, you know, there's nothing you can, you can take away from, from that. Um, even though... You know, we would love to have Judge. We would love to have Stanton back because those are the guys that we need. We don't, you know, we don't want to play like Maiden. He he's a great guy. He has speed. He would be a great bench bat for us. But we really want Judge out there. We really want Stanton, you know, in the DH hole or out in the outfield. Um, at least we got Hicks back, so he's doing very well. So we want our, our original team that you know we signed the guys for. We got you know we got them through you know, prospects and everything. We want them to stay up there. Um, we want them to stay up there and uh, and do very well. So I just think this whole injury thing, it's, it's big, but we're doing very well without it, and I'm really happy. As am I, and I will uh, we'll continue to win, hopefully, with the, with the players we have, and we'll continue to win when we get our players back. And with that, we're going to wrap up this segment, and we'll be right back to talk about the man, our shortstop, DJ Glorious, right after this. Hello, baseball fans. This is Blake here from the Rattle Up Podcast. Join us this Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, for your re- weekly recap on the Arizona Diamondbacks. This week, we will be discussing the Diamondbacks' last three series against, against the Padres, Giants, and Pirates, including a series win against the Pirates and an 11 to 1 blowout victory. We'll be talking about Zach Greinke's comeback season and what his chances are of actually winning the National League Cy Young. After a disappointing first year in Arizona, Zach Greinke is picking it up, only getting better with age. 
and he's looking to make a case for the league's best pitcher in the National League this year. Also, with Zach Godley moving back to the bullpen, we will discuss who could take a spot, including John Duplantier and Taylor Clark. All that on this week's episode of Rattle Up, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you there. All right. All right, welcome back. Welcome uh, back. Welcome back. back. Uh, let's hop uh, right into Didi, uh, his injury, how he's doing. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Didi so far? Well, Didi is playing shortstop today in the minor leagues. Uh, AAA manager Jay Bell, who's a great ball player in his own right, um, said that Didi will be down there for six days. So, just do your just do some simple math. Didi's going back in a week. Didi Gregorius, who had Tommy John surgery in October, be back in a week. He's playing six days down there. He's playing shortstop today for seven innings. He'll DH tomorrow, and then he'll play nine innings at short the next day. Uh, they haven't really planned out what's going, 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 uh, what's going to be happening after that, but uh, they did say that these next three days are planned out accordingly. Now, if you asked me in October when it was announced that Didi had Tommy John surgery, and you asked me then when I thought Gregorius would be back, I would have said a rough estimate would have been August. I would have said a, cons- a, a conservative estimate would have been August. I would have said a rather positive estimate would be early July. Didi's coming back in early June. He suffered no setbacks. I'm going to knock on some wood because everyone else seems to be having setbacks. But Didi has had no setbacks. He has played. He, he's playing today. He played in extended spring games. And the man who they thought would be out the longest is back before Judge, is back before Stanton, is out less than Andujar. Is, <laughs> he, he's back. He's coming back in a week. The, 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 the force up the middle, the guy who's playing shortstop, one of the baseball's best shortstops, is back. And I don't – you can't undersell how important that is. Not only, not only the fact that he's a great bat, he's a left-handed bat, which you need. He's a leader on the field. He's a great fielder. The only thing you could say about D right now that's even somewhat of a negative, and I use negative quotes around it, because what are you going to do with the infield? Didi comes back. Okay, he comes back. He's a shortstop. He's playing shortstop. Glaber goes back to second base. And LeMahieu goes to third base. Does that suddenly make the guy who's batting 330 in Gio Urshela? Does that make him a bench player? Now, these are good problems to have, but you don't want to upset the apple cart. This team has just won eight straight series and has won a numerous amount. I think they've won 36 games this year and have 18 losses. They're a great team. Now, I'm not saying that the Yankees don't want to have Judge and Stan and uh, Severino and Gregorius all back. No, I'm not an idiot. I don't want, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is this team has a mojo to it that you can't quantify with numbers. Guys like Cameron Mabin, Gio Urshela, Clint Frazier, Kendry Morales, I mean, all these guys are playing on a 35-win team in late May. That's, uh, that's crazy. And they're playing, and they're and they're putting together great contributions. Do you risk upsetting that apple cart 
and do you risk this team losing a bit of mojo? Now, we have a caller who's going to ask questions about this, so let's get him on here. Uh, hello, how you doing? Hey, Anthony. Hey, Ian. Hey. Great show, as always. How are you? Just have a quick question. With Boston coming in tomorrow, and with Keuchel basically being rumored that the right team can take him, who do you think should make more of a push for it, and do the Yankees have a chance of landing him? Considering, yes, we have good prospects, but are we going to have a full force team and trade some of these guys away? Uh, great question, and uh, thank you for uh, continuing uh, calling. Um, as far as Dallas Keuchel goes, I haven't thought of Keuchel in a long time because, I mean, despite all our injuries, I don't think we've needed him. I mean, Paxton came back today. Matthew back on Sunday. We have Herman in the rotation. We have Tanaka and Hap. And I, and, I, and I think Jay Happ is turning the corner. I honestly do. So, I don't think we need him. I, honestly, Boston could use him. Because Chris Sale's got a four ERA. I mean, Evaldi, I think, has been hurt. Uh, Porcello hasn't pitched like Porcello. Uh, it, no, sorry. Porcello has pitched like Porcello because everyone knows Chris Porcello um, uh, uh, is, a, uh, is just an up-and-down pitcher. He is... Just a uh, Rick Porcello, I'm sorry. Rick Porcello is an up and down pitcher. He is not the guy who's extremely consistent. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, it, it, it's just been an up and down team, and their ace has a four year right? So I, I think the Red Sox can also use Tiger, let's say, if anything. We, I don't think we should touch him, personally. Uh, we've, we've had two, we have two little run with our pitchers for too long, and Severino's coming back, so I wouldn't touch him. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me know your thoughts. Um, so. I actually, I think it was a few days ago, I actually heard that the Yankees did go out to scout Keuchel. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't understand why they're doing this. Because, um, you know, our team's doing very well. Our pitching's doing fine. And then I was wondering, I was like, if we were going to get Keuchel, it would have already happened. We would have gotten him in the offseason. It would have already happened. It would have been before. It may, if we did get him, it might have been maybe the first few weeks of the season. But if we were going to get him, it was going to be – it would have already happened. Um, and honestly, I don't think we need him either. Uh, I think we have enough guys that are stepping up. Like I said, we have people that, even though they get injured, we have somebody up next that is just doing the same job. It, it, we, we kind of forget the injury from the other person. Um, and it's, it's great to see that you know, from from all these guys that we have on the team. So I really don't think we need a Keuchel because um, we have Vermont and we have Chad Green that's stepping up. He was not doing too good earlier in the year. He's stepping up and they're using the bullpen and the bullpen's stepping up that way. So I don't think we need Keuchel. I think if it was going to happen, it, w- it would already have happened. But I do think the Red Sox could be interested in him because of, you know, the injury to uh, – What's his, I don't even know what his name is, but he, he, you know, he was a big factor in the World Series win. Evaldi. Uh, yeah, Evaldi. He was a big, a big factor in that. Uh, you know, Porcello's not doing, I mean, he's, I, I don't really think, I really think the Yankees could, you know, kill, could really get to him if they could. Uh, Sale has not been him, himself, and I kind of said this earlier before the season even started, if that injury was going to, you know, 
do anything to him. It may be the injury. It may not be the injury, but something's happening to him and he's not being his, you know, his all-star self. So I could see that I could see the Red Sox trying him out uh, and seeing where he goes, uh, maybe like a triple A, you know, deal or something, but, uh, or maybe he could be a veteran on a, you know, like the Royals or like a small market team uh, that needs pitching. But I don't know. I think he could he, – he would probably more likely get signed to a small market team, maybe like the Braves or something, uh, than a high market team like the Red Sox or like the Astros if they even aren't interested in him anymore or the Dodgers or something like that. So, yeah, I think he would be more uh, – more to – I don't know. He's kind of split in the middle. But I do think that the Red Sox could be a team that could use him. I agree. I agree completely. And um... – I just don't see the Yankees going at the Keiko. I just don't see it. And um, it seems as if this team has uh, has really found what it, what it needs as far as the rotation goes. And I uh, don't uh, foresee us going out and getting Keiko. Um, we might have another call on the line. Let's, uh, let's see what this is. Excuse me one second. Hello again. Hello. Hey, this is Brian from Queens. First hey. time long time. How you doing, Brian? I'm good, guys. Great show. Uh, just Thank following you. up on the conversation you're having right now where the Yankees don't go after Keuchel, with all the injury history that these pitchers have, uh, who do you think is out there on the market right now that the Yankees could go for, and who could the Yankees deal to get that guy? Uh, you're, talking, you're talking about uh, signing or trading? Trading. Uh, trade, tra- the trade deadline is looming big, and thank you for your question, uh, Brian. Trade deadline, uh, I've, I've said it for a while. I've said it for a long time. Marcus Stroman. If we're going to go out and do it, if we're going to go out and get, make any pitching moves, Marcus Stroman, Long Island boy. I mean, he grew up, I, I'm, from, uh, I'm from Beth Page. He grew up 15 minutes from me. He, he's, he grew up in the shadow of, of the Bronx and Yankee Stadium. This kid is pitching big games at WBC and for the Blue Jays. I've always said go out and get Stroman. He's under control for, I think, two more years after this. He is the guy I would go after. He has a nasty changeup. He's pitched great this season, and the Blue Jays are going nowhere. So I could really see the Yankees going out and making a move and getting uh, – if they're going to make any moves, pitching is the way to go, and Marcus Stroman is the guy. Because Syndic- uh, because Bumgarner has a no-trade clause that includes the Yankees, and that was picked specifically. So I don't think the Yankees have any reason to go after Bumgarner. He clearly doesn't want to be here. And uh, he seems to be on the wrong side of uh, of his career. So, if anybody, go after Strowman. What do you think, Eamon? Um, I really can't think of anybody off the top of my head. And it would have to be a guy that's good but not great, not an all-star caliber. And Marcus Strowman kind of fits into that. So, he would honestly be a guy that I would consider. Uh, it's just I, I, would have to, I would have to sit down and think uh, deeply on, like, each team, who they have, and you know what we could do, but and also you could we could go with Marcus Stroman um, with a trade. I think that would be great. I think he's a guy that I feel like he would be cool. I think he would he would really fit into the Yankee system. I feel like he would be he's a very energetic type guy. He he is really I think he has good relation with Judge. So I feel like that could be. Something it would look it would it would look fun it would really look fun uh, for you know Yankees and uh, 
you know, the team playing. I feel like the team chemistry would get really good. Um, but, yeah, it, we don't know. I could say Marcus Stroman, but the trade deadline is, it's, I think, June or July. Um, and we don't know. You don't know who's going to be up for grabs. Because, uh, you know, there could be a guy that's doing good right now, but, you know, during that time, it could, he could be up there. So the Yankees should look. I think they should keep an eye out. But, you know, people are going to start popping up, uh, you know, every, every few weeks on, on that list. And they should they should keep close on that. So, um, yeah, I think the Yankees uh, – I mean, Strowman's a good option. I, I, I totally agree. But uh, I think they should uh, – as it gets closer, they should look at those guys. Agreed. They'll have a lot more guys to look at as, as the season gets to the trade deadline. Um, you can clamor at me all you want. Madison Bumgarner is on the wrong side of his career, and I don't think he is the guy for the Yankees. Stroman's the guy, um, maybe even Aaron Sanchez, but um, yeah, I, I, I'd go with Marcus Stroman. And with that, we're going to wrap up today's episode of Pinstrap Talk. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you to our callers. Uh, thank you to you, Eamon. Um, we've had a good yep. we've had a good run today. Um, so thank you for everything, and um, I will see you. I will see you next week. So long, Yankee fans. Pinstripe Talk is produced by Benson Sexton. Pinstripe Talk is a production of the Baseball Podcast Network. Be sure to give our host... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.